you've got no chance. No chance in hell. And this is the O Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, CW. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to hit that bell on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast on any and all platforms. We are episode 91, folks. We are marching towards 100. And what better way to kick off the last 10 episodes towards 100 with news that WWE has been sold and Vince McMahon is back. Oof. I mean, what a whirlwind weekend we had with WrestleMania night one and two being, you know, extremely well received. Uh, A lot of hurt fans with uh, Cody Rhodes not going over in that main event. And then to wake up on Monday morning and hear that the Endeavor group, the group that owns the UFC has purchased the WWE and will form a, a wholly new corporation to house WWE and its, uh, I guess, subsidiaries uh, alongside the UFC to form like this gigantic sports entertainment, combat sport conglomerate, blah, 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 blah. And at the head of that new corporation is Vincent Kennedy McMahon, who will be executive vice president of whatever that thing becomes. And in a CNBC interview with Vince McMahon, and uh, I believe the guy's name is Ari Emanuel, the guy who owns um, Endeavor. Vince was asked, point blank, will you be back in WWE Creative? And Vince replied, yes and no. Now, I think we can all agree that that's just a resounding yes. And fans have crapped their collective pants. (laughs) Everyone is worried as hell about what's to come with more Vince booking. What does that mean for Triple H? What does that mean for the wrestlers? We know that in the last three years, uh, Vince apparently has been preparing for this sale. And to do so, he was firing folks and doing weird booking decisions and just kind of put the show on autopilot. He had a couple uh, irons in the fire with the bloodline, Roman Reigns, and even Judgment Day, who, you know, we had no idea where that was going, but here we are. Um, and now those have paid off and we're on the other side of WrestleMania and now new things are about to come up. But in those three years, Vince was preparing to get this sale going. He wanted to make WWE profitable. So he started firing people and, you know, a mandate came down where none of them can use Twitch or YouTube or, or any social media network to make money. It was just the wild, the wild uh, 2020, 2021, 22, it was bonkers. And then he got ousted for all those sexual misconduct. Uh, I don't know, do you call it accusations? Allegations? He did them damn things, but allegedly. But now he's back as if nothing happened. It pays to be rich, I'm telling you. Um, and he's he's saying he's going to be involved in the high-level decisions of creative, but not in the weeds. So if we're going to use context clues for what high level creative decisions would be versus quote unquote in the weeds, I would say a high level decision would be mm, booking someone to win a championship. It's pretty high level in creative, don't you think? That's probably the highest level thing you can do in creative is book a championship run or book a champion or whatever. And in the weeds, I would say, is more the moment-to-moment play-by-play of 
a Raw or a SmackDown, right? More, that's the more nitty gritty stuff. Being on the headset, talking to Michael Cole and, and you know, Barrett and all those guys as they call matches, how match cards get uh, formulated, stuff like that. Another uh, high level thing would be storylines. Storylines are a pretty high level creative endeavor, no? I feel as though it's maybe the highest level thing that you can do. And another low level thing would be, I don't know. I was going to say who gets called up from NXT, and but no, that's pretty high level too. Who gets put on the, look, there are a lot of high level creative decisions in WWE. Depending on how you look at them, most of all of the decisions in creative are pretty high level. Day to day, like the, the moment, like I said, the moment to moment gameplay, let's call it, of a Raw or a SmackDown are high level. I mean, it, it's live TV. Anything can happen. You have to work on your toes. Uh, but in terms of like long term or kind of how the company's perceived, a single Raw doesn't make that much of a splash. But a WrestleMania does. Those two nights of WrestleMania were, were some of the best wrestling I've seen in a long time and everyone did phenomenal and it was such a fantastic show such a spectacle but people have said that there were certain parts of those shows that had Vince's fingerprint all over it and I tend to agree now obviously conspiracy theories are going to run rampant people are going to say what they're going to say they're going to be like oh you know Vince had his hand in the Omos fight in, in Brock Lesnar, which I've said before. And I believe it. That is that is very much a Vince booked match. If you look back on past WrestleManias, he loves putting gigantic dudes to fight each other. He's a he's a sizist. He loves really, really big guys, and he doesn't like small guys. That's why Chad Gable had that awful gimmick shorty G when He's completely capable of a rolling German suplex on the biggest dude in the match. It's just disrespectful, really, that Shorty G stuff. But yeah, I mean, I think it was Giant Gonzalez versus Undertaker was a match at WrestleMania at one point, and it was a trash match, but they were both huge. So Vince was excited about it. So Vince, uh, Brock versus Omos made sense. Lucky for us, Brock and Omos did a good job with what they were given. Omos did his thing. Uh, better than anyone expected, I think, and walked away from it looking good. Uh, another thing that Vince probably booked, Roman Reigns. He probably booked Roman Reigns to go over on Cody. Now, I know a lot of people are mad about that booking, and a lot of people are happy about the booking. But to be perfectly honest, either one winning is fine. They're both fantastic. I think Roman Reigns winning gives some more uh, depth to the bloodline. Now he's probably going to take out a whole lot of aggression on the Usos for losing, which will then trigger Jay to go over and, you know, go face and maybe we'll get a match Jay versus Jimmy or Jay versus Roman or Jay versus Solo. Whatever we need. We need Jay out on his own for a bit. We need him with the US title or something. Um, If Cody would have won, you know, I'm not a WWE writer, so I don't know how to write that storyline, but I don't know where you go with that. Baby faces are supposed to be on the back foot, and Cody Rhodes being the eternal babyface. I mean, he is the most emotional babyface I've ever seen. Him winning the titles and just kind of being on TV all the time might not. I mean, it'll be different, but it might not be the best thing for those titles. Who knows? I don't know. 
I don't know. All I know is I was not upset about that outcome, but someone was going to be. There were fans of Roman Reigns who were like, they didn't want him to lose, and then they got what they wanted. There are other fans who really, 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 really wanted Cody to go over, and he didn't, and they're sad. That's just the way the world works. The world works, you know, there are winners, and there are losers, people are happy or sad. At the end of the day, let's be honest, guys. It's wrestling. Don't take it so seriously. It's entertainment for you and for me and for everybody. And some people get what they want and others don't. That being said, all that good, you know, middle of the road nonsense being said that I just spouted. That was definitely Vince booking Roman to go over, right? <laughs> like it was it was 100% Vince saying Roman's my guy. He's been my guy for like 10 years now, 11 years, whatever the case may be. And it's taken me so long to get this guy over. And now he is the most over in pro wrestling across the world. He's the most over fella ever. He is a Vince McMahon project. Of course he's going to book that dude to win. He wants him to get that 1,000 days. And you know what? To be honest, I kind of want him to get the 1,000 days too. If only so I can create my own 1,000 days as champion graphic for Roman Reigns. Why would I do that? Because it sounds like fun. It's a great number. It's a good stat to have in a marketing department. It's just it's just good old-fashioned fun. But let's all be clear. Vince definitely had a hand in that. Uh, we're going to keep talking about this for a couple of episodes. But what do you think of the sale of WWE and Vince being back in creative? Let me know in the comments. Thank you for listening. This has been 10 Minutes of Wrestling. Can you believe it? Don't you forget. I'm your friend, but if I ever see you in the ring, I can beat you. Don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.